When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Coming to you from Studio A here at the DNVR bar, where the A stands for, and so it begins. Ah, yes. And so it begins, the season of hope. Yes. Everyone is zero and zero. Let's go. The Broncos wow. are tied for first place. Um, maybe the best best time of the year on the podcast. <laughs> wow. so true. We don't have to worry about the Chiefs winning or losing anymore. And like you said everything's tied up at zero and there's even more reason for hope because sean payton's in town there is the only thing that sucks is that the nfl is rigged for the chiefs <laughs> the league isn't rigged the league so i obviously rigged. knew ryan was going to have this yeah. approach whether semi-joking or 100 serious i'm curious what hank thinks the league is not rigged. Okay, well, okay. I'm right there with you. The league is not rigged. There's no way in hell they're going to rig the, rig the league. Like, the NFL is going to... Make, did you see Roger Goodell hugging all the Chiefs yeah, so I'm passionately sure. That's what the commissioner the does when a team wins the Super he Bowl. He should just be the commissioner. That's what the commissioner does. That's the commissioner's job, to be I, down on the field in those situations. Timmy from Sweden <laughs> to has never once hugged me after I won a Madden Super Bowl. Yeah, he didn't win you when you went to, uh, hug you when you went to London? Um, oh, that's a good point. Probably, it's probably got Timmy hugged. Wow, rigged is the Madden League rigged? Uh, no, no. because hi- Timmy isn't out there hugging champions. <laughs> wow. It's not the, the, the NFL is going to print money for decades and decades and decades as long as they don't do something dumb like rig the league so nobody cares anymore. It's like, an, there is there is absolutely no incentive point. to do it. Nothing is rigged. People. It's a good point. Just <laughs> look at rigged on, uh, on Twitter. They're that losing mean people rigged. for the next 36 hours, and then when free agency starts in one month, everyone's going to be like, yeah, this is great. My team just signed X player for $20 million. I'm, I'm back, baby. I'm going to be researching the, the storylines of free agents and just being like, man, I just hope... This uh, free agent storyline is good enough for the NFL to pick us next year. <laughs> it's not rigged. Why would they rig it? I love football. Don't rigged try to ruin football. Rigged is a strong word. It's just that they're they were going to just lend a helping hand they to did not uh, do Jaylen, their golden boy. Jaylen they did not Hurts. do that. Jalen Hurts would have been such a good story to give and and not would be. He is a great story. Yes, yeah, but he's not the mind. golden boy of the league. <laughs> What the NFL That's needs how he to got do. that far. Patrick Mahomes is still the golden boy if they lose last night. No. Yes, yes he Who is. is it? It's not Jalen Hurts. Well, He's it, not I don't even know that. It's not that there's a new golden boy. It's just that you want your golden boy to win. Why? What do you mean? He's the golden boy for a reason. But why? He's the face of the league. You but want why? him to have as much success as possible. Why? What because do you gain? It, he's more marketable. But but aren't people today upset that that's what happened? Aren't yes. people saying, like, this is dumb? I, I can't believe I watched it. It shouldn't have ended with a penalty. Yes. People are leaving unhappy, not happy. Okay, so You're wait. not getting more viewers. You're losing viewers. So we're taking a very broad approach. Let's just talk about why this conversation came up. Yeah. Was it a penalty? 
Absolutely. Without uh, without a doubt. No, yeah. not in that situation. Oh Absolutely God. not. That's a situation where you this, have to call it. Okay, let me let me ask you this. It, let me ask you determine this. whether it's a penalty. True. Or not, in is my mind. Uh, is going fifty one and a fifty speeding? Um. Yeah, it is. That's what that was. So should you get pulled over every single time you do that? When it would decide the Super Bowl, you have to throw the flag. No, that's the opposite. No. When it decides the Super Bowl, uh, you can't throw the flag. See, I don't think no. the scenario <laughs> should matter. And exactly. I, and I think that this is, uh, um, uh, the, it, it, it's just so up. No, I understand in the moment. I understand why people are like, whoa, is because initially maybe the camera angle doesn't show the angle that the ref had and you don't see it right exactly. away. And then people that are like, That happens well. on every play. And then the broadcasters were looking at the other angle. Saying right. what they're, exactly. Yeah. So I do understand initially. And I was right there too. I was like, oh man, that is ticky tack. This is going to be brutal. And then you see the angles, the other angles. You uh, uh, see it live with the right angle. You see pictures of it. And then after the game, the player himself says, yeah, I committed the penalty. When you take all of the facts and put it together, it's like, okay, yeah, I mean, it was the right call. Unfortunately, yep. but they didn't regardless, call that, but they, grabbing a guy that, regardless, they didn't call that the entire rest of the game. It's not yeah. as if they were calling it the rest of the game, and I'm saying, you can't call that late. you got to swallow your whistle. I, I'm saying, if you're going to let them play physical and have their hands on the receivers all game, you can't change that in the last minute of the game with the game on the line. I do totally agree with that, but I also haven't gone back through the game to try to see, like, if guys are being grabbed and if there were times there should have been fl flags thrown. Like, twice there wasn't many, one. Twice as many penalties called on the Eagles and the Chiefs in that game. I, but I don't care about that. Like, it's the same thing with the, oh, Jokic, he doesn't get the foul calls. It's like, yeah, because he plays a different style of game. Like, you don't just get the foul call. You have to, you have to be fouled, you know? You I don't can't think believe Jokic is getting fouled when he goes to the rim? He I, does sometimes, and it gets called. They I, only call it if the ball doesn't go in and he's too good at making it. Uh, that he doesn't get the foul calls. That's a, that's my actual belief on that. The big can't the refs that wait Hank. to see if it's gonna go in, and if they if it's going out, then they'll give it to you. But they don't want to give him an and one on mm -hmm. every play. Henry just hates Denver in general. That's not he doesn't true. think Jokic gets fouled. He likes the cheese. It's the big takeaway from all this though is that regardless of whether the calls are right or wrong, this is like three times in the last month where a big game has has come down to people arguing about whether calls are right or wrong. And and that is not good. That is, and that and that's why the NFL needs to just put a ref up in the box, like a ref who can look <laughs> down and say like, "This is right, this is wrong." They throw the flag. He can buzz down and say, "Hey, you missed this one," because I, you just I have to be. That. You have to get things right now. On top of that, too, it's just another reason why it is absurd that referees and officials in the NFL are part time. They should a hundred percent be full time employees because yeah. then. Roger Goodell could come out and say not just, you know, the comment he made last week about how the officiating's never been better, but then Give he could say break. if he if he made every ref full time and they're doing training all throughout the offseason and they're working together and they do the additional things of having someone mm -hmm. in the booth like Henry saying, then they can say now we're doing everything we can to make officiating the best that it can absolutely be. And then you can, instead of rolling your eyes and laughing at Goodell when he makes that statement, when he makes this other statement and they're backing it up with their actions, then yes. you could say, okay, thank you for that. So I, I certainly think that there's bigger issues at play 100%. And that's something mm -hmm. that the there's no reason why the NFL, with how much money did they make on the game last night, billions of dollars, that they can't make... How many officials are we talking about? 150? I don't mm -hmm. know. If uh, even. If even. Full time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I you still, need four... Yeah. All right, how many do you need for every game? Six. Okay, so you need. We'll, we'll just say six or something. There's 16 games a week. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So not even that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Talking about 75 ish. Yeah. But I do just wonder, make it like 100. Yep. If you make them full time, like what do they do all day? I don't care. They're, like, but, but that's the thing though. You like, ask that question about a lot of full time. I was gonna say, yeah, but it's like it's it's like okay, it's it's April 15th. Like, here comes the ref. He's checking into the office. What is that? Like, you just put a VR headset on for eight hours and then go home? I, sure. You, you, you don't even have to have them. They can have a cush job because they're at the top of the top. Yeah. When you, It's some jobs when you get mm -hmm. to the top of the top. You're bringing in, you know, millions while not working that much. And yeah. now you're not going to pay the refs millions. Pay them $150,000, mm -hmm. $200,000. Like, pay them a lot of money. And you know what? It's not going to impact the NFL's uh, it, it revenue at all. Right. There's people all over the country who work seasonal jobs on a full-time mm -hmm. salary. Yeah. You know, whether that's, you know, multiple months off a year, half the year, whatever, um, you know, like 
heck, Santa's elves really only work hard for like one or two <laughs> it's months. True. I mean, it's very true. I think the part though about like the full-time part-time thing is that you it's technically part-time because they don't need to go sit down in an office. Like they still like in 2019 they made 205 grand a year. Like that's plenty enough money so for a full make them full-time. But again, like what you're doing is you're saying benefits. you need to come sit down. And, and if you have like a, something to have them do to make them better, I just <clears throat> I think that tra I don't think refs are getting better. I think we've maxed out what a, what a human ref can do. I think that you just have such good cameras that you need to take advantage of. See, that. that's that's what that's the main point there yes. is. You have last night they said something crazy. I forget what the number was like over three hundred cameras. Mm -hmm. Use them all and have someone yep. in a command center who just says like, "Hey, look, I don't know if they can throw like a." There's like a green flag they can throw that's like, I think there was a penalty here. And then mm -hmm. they go check it and tell you whether or not it was. The issue Definitely. with that is there are penalties on every play. And then and so it there would you would have to design a so system to where uh, it's egregious enough. And then that's still not black or white. And you don't want every single play to be reviewed, it's, obviously. It's a really yeah. good point. And, and it's why I have the biggest issue with calling that last night. Like I said, it's a 51 and a 50. But the entire game, everyone on that highway is going 51. They just picked the most important play of the entire game mm -hmm. to throw it. That feels wrong to me. That feels jaded to me. That doesn't feel right. To me, though, I see it and say, but the guy grabbed a guy on third down 10 yards from the end zone at the end of the Super Bowl. Like, that's a situation yeah. where you can't let him get away with it. And then the, the bigger piece to me is that, like, it's I don't... It's not like he redirected him or anything. Like, he, yeah. he had his jersey for, like, a split second. Could yeah. have slowed him down, though. I yeah. Mean, yeah, I mean, I, he does kind of like coverage. he does. It's the, the slingshot thing is their argument the th on those like little whip routes where you grab him and then you can kind of pull yourself back. The but, thing with that one and and and, and it is a, a toss up, Brian. I'm not saying it was yeah, like a totally. hundred percent obvious, yeah. but if it wasn't called, I think the Chiefs would have have would have had just as much, if not more, issue to complain. So that was one where I don't think the officials would have ever been right. I on don't that, think, and both sides would have been getting <clears throat> absolutely killed. I guess what what happens in that situation if they don't call it is Chiefs fans are upset. The rest of the country is like, yeah, you got to let them play there. Yeah, but you don't Maybe. do it based off like. No, how I'm just you saying like country. that. But the, like, what you ended up with was the entire country. Being I don't like, think that's true though. I think it is pretty split on which way that should have gone. Maybe not, not in Denver, obviously. No, but I do I think know. in general. And that's the tough thing about this conversation. Like if you go on Reddit, in Denver. exactly. But, like, but if you at, go on Reddit, like it's a bunch of people saying, like, "What are you talking about?" That's absolutely. Go a look at like national media. Not that they're the end all be all, but like you've got almost, like my entire timeline was just like Pat McAfee's against this. Mm -hmm. I well, saw this morning though it was very different, and that that's kind of why I I think when I took a step back. I've started to see more people be like, okay, yeah, it is. I, there's also people, of course, against it. Um, and so for some people in the comments that are saying uh, that Juju didn't like or di didn't say that there was a call. The guy that committed the penalty said that there was a yeah. penalty. I was shocked by that, I got to say. And I also have to say the Eagles, the, the players and coaches, class act after they the really game. Were. They were uh, like, in terms whatever, of the what? penalties, in terms of... Uh, Jalen Hurts the way he carried himself. I was so impressed with the way that Nick Sirianni carried himself after the game. Again, not just with this penalty, but just that that's a guy that I'd want to play for. And that's a that's a damn good leader. I was very impressed with the Eagles. I was too. It, it almost made me think, like hearing Bradbury too, I, I almost feel like Sirianni said like, hey, let's not be sore losers. Everyone take the high road. We'll be better off for it. We'll be back here next year. We'll take we'll get the job mm -hmm. done. Cause like yeah. every like Usually there's like spicy things that happen in post Super Bowl yes. press conferences. <laughs> Every single Eagles player was just like so like you said so classy, so just like hey like you know they were the better team tonight. And man, were the Eagles and Jalen Hurts great last night. And uh, Jalen Hurts specifically, holy cow. One mistake. He is oh man, and just <clears throat> a brutal mistake because it was just something he's done millions of times yep. in his life of just transferring the ball from one arm to the yeah. next. It wasn't even like he wasn't tucking it right and a defender got his hand in there. Just so brutal. Oh. Jalen Hurts was an absolute beast. Did we just get a Tommy P bomb? No. Oh. It was <laughs> no, it was a lie. I checked, don't worry. Thanks. It was it was a yeah. fake Tom account? Uh or, no. Well potentially. Or just we're getting trolled in the comments. What a little of both, maybe. That's tough. That's the tough. big thing still, though, to me is like this offseason, they are going to add a ref in the sky. Do it. And it's it's like the only way it. to fix it. Because legitimately, I don't think refs can get better 
just using their own eyes. Yeah. Like I, I, mean, I think we've maxed it out. Like you could put more refs out there, but that doesn't seem like the answer. I well, I do saw, think this gets fixed because there you can't just keep talking about every single week. So I think once you've gone to technology, right? We have embraced technology as a tool that makes the game better. Why aren't we using all technology available? Like, uh, you know, we saw Sean Payton on yeah. Pat McAfee yeah. pushing uh, zebra technologies, mm -hmm. yeah. and he was saying, like, they've, they've got a chip in the ball, and it'll mm -hmm. know if it crosses the goal line. How in the world have we not been using that? You see VAR mm -hmm. in soccer. You see the insane replay system they have in tennis. Uh, and it's just like, okay, well, why don't we have that? I think right now the zebra stuff gets it down to within six inches. So it's accurate within six inches, which, which is, is good. more accurate than the human eye. Probably slightly, but again, it it's, could help. It could be a tool. Yeah, and then you don't know like when the knee is down. Obviously, it's almost like, worse you know. though, I guess, if the robots get it wrong. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, like right. the guy's five inches short of the goal line, but it says it's a touchdown. But would that happen? Yes, according it, to Henry. If it's just all, <laughs> I don't know. It's like math. Can math be wrong? It, well, it's within six inches. So it's 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 anywhere within this one foot range is where it's gonna say the ball is. But is it is it because of the six inches? Because there's the chip doesn't cover the entire ball; it's just in the middle. So then you'd mm. be able to use that in the human eye to to make it work. Because I I don't, I don't think what but you do one is chip just on each eye. tip of the ball. It's like. But a, then what if the ball is sideways? It's for like GPS. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's for like GPS reasons. Like if if you have your phone out and it says like oh you're right here within like five feet. Because it can't be like perfect because the scanner technology, like where it transmits to. Couldn't they just put a bunch of transmitters in the stadium? I, th I would imagine <laughs> they've thought of that. I mean, they do. Like, I, I don't well, think more helps. I, they I spent two years putting together the shittiest field ever. So true. <laughs> oh my true. god. By the way, felt like the Chiefs were had a little more footing on there. Groundskeeper, former Chiefs groundskeeper. Just saying. <laughs> oh stop. Oh boy. That is just uh, saying. That just is saying. one thing that Nick Sirianni again took the high road on. He said, uh, when asked about that, he said, stop right there. He said, uh, we were playing on the same field as the Chiefs. It's not like they were playing on grass and we were playing they on They just ice. might have had a little more tip about what the, <laughs> what the field is going to be like before they got out there. Um, Jalen Hurts had to change cleats. I don't know how... Uh, it reminds me of something that Sean Payton said last week when, when he was on Pat McAfee's show uh, and talking about sometimes he forces the players to wear certain cleats that have certain traction and they're more uncomfortable to players but he forces them to do it and then what does he do to make up for it on monday the next day it the, those cleats make uh make it more uncomfortable and hurt players feet more so what does he do he, foot massages. he brings in a ton of foot massages <laughs> in the locker room to to allow his players to feel better after so that you're gonna do those um fish that eat the, the yep. dead skin off your <laughs> yeah, feet too yeah. wait did you not know no. Did you not hear that story? I didn't hear that story. Wow, that's impressive that you knew. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, I that I guessed. Yeah. Foot massages. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, what else could it be? I don't know. I was not expecting that when he was telling the story. <laughs> um, foot massage sounds awesome. I've never had one. I haven't either. It's, it sounds either awesome or like too tickly. I've yeah. had a pedicure. One of the best experiences of my life. I've Let's only go. heard that. I've only heard good things about him. All right. Maybe we'll do DNVR Broncos. Yes. We should just do a show <laughs> oh, from while here? in the chair. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> um, but the Chiefs, uh, not the Chiefs, the Eagles defense was the biggest surprise to me last night. Obviously, I thought Mahomes was going to be good. I thought Jalen Hurts was going to be good. Chiefs defense, or I'm sorry, the Eagles defense completely melted down in the second half. Yeah, for sure. I mean, credit to Andy Reid and the mm -hmm. offensive staff for that motion play, yeah. which is just like, it was so uncoverable in the Super Bowl at the highest level that I was like, should every team be running this 10 mm -hmm. times a game? Yeah. Especially if they're facing man coverage. Yeah. Um, so credit to them for that. Um, they were certainly letting a lot go on the offensive line on both sides. Uh, and I saw, you know, you saw frustration from the pass rushes on that, but... Eagles, I mean, especially in the secondary, just didn't feel like yeah. the Eagles made any plays. No. Mm -hmm. And, I, you know, I just kept saying that late in the game, like, all right, boys, one play. Right. Just give me one. Right. Someone on the defense make one play. Yeah. And it just wasn't there. No. It, no. it wasn't. And, like I said, both offensive lines did a great job. Yep. Yeah. I mean, sure. Mahomes gets a lot of credit for that, too. I mean, the, I think the Eagles got pressure on 31% of his pass attempts. Which is a really good number. Did they really? Wow, yeah, I didn't realize exactly. That. But they just couldn't get home because Mahomes was a step in front of them or would make one little move, 
and then all of a sudden Travis Kelsey's doing his thing. So, I mean, that, I don't know. I I don't even know what you say about it for the Eagles defense. Like, obviously, you cannot be giving up a score on every single possession in the second half of a yep. Super Bowl. But at the same time, like, you got the pressure. Mahomes is going to get away from that sometimes. When he gets away from that, you're asking guys to cover for so much longer. They they shut down the run. Both teams really shut down the run. Mm-hmm. It was just only passing and I don't know. I mean... It was a good game, but the offenses were much better than the defenses. Man, and at a time it seemed Which like is great for fans. Yeah, it's it's such a better. Game. I mean, seventy-three so? points scored well, in the, the Super Bowl. The Super See, Bowl is designed for people who don't watch football the rest of the year. Yeah, it's, so it's designed for entertainment. It was perfect from an entertainment mm. standpoint. See, I just felt like it was just inevitable that they were going to score every time. Like you just go into every drive thinking like, oh, here it goes, it's back and forth. Like when the Chiefs are down at halftime, you're like, oh, that's gonna be tough to get your two stops. But like I like, kind of pref- like I thought it was a little too high. Okay. I was thinking like that 27, 24. Like uh, that's that's but, that sweet. But spot. you're a football guy, right. so like you appreciate defense. Yeah. Like these people want to see touchdowns. It just felt like a basketball game more than a football game. That's fair. And then one big mistake changes everything. True. Give me fifty-five to fifty-two. Really? Now, obviously, I'd prefer if the Chiefs weren't one of the teams yeah. in that doing that. Yeah. But I mean, a 38 to 35, again, not the team that I wanted winning. And uh, probably you don't want 38 35 if the Chiefs are even on the losing side. You just don't want the Chiefs in it. You want it to be like the Jets against the Eagles or something. But mm-hmm. I thought that was just such an entertaining it game. Was. I mean, I love seeing like big plays being made on third down, like the throw to Dallas Goddard uh, on, I think it was third and long. Like, incredible gets both feet in um and i think it does it puts an extra premium on every offensive play which is an insane amount of pressure on the quarterback which is what i want to see is the quarterbacks make big plays under the most stress you know like jalen hurts throws that perfect post route to uh quez Watkins, and he's not able to hold to haul it in and that changes the entire game obviously the one fumble mm -hmm. changes the entire game so it's uh I, i thought that was that was fun to watch. I think I can also go for, you know, I wasn't one of the people like crying my eyes out during the Rams Patriots. Like it wasn't the most exciting game, right. but it was still it was like to me, it's sick to see a defense just like go and put the clamps on a team mm-hmm. who spent two weeks trying to prepare a plan. To me, I, I this is by the way I say it. I felt like yesterday the whole time I was just cheering for a penalty. Like it felt like the only way either ta- Who team. Who is this guy? No, it Chiefs felt, fan. but no, like either the only way any team was going to not score mm. is if on first down it was like, oh, holding call. Now it's first and twenty. Which They're like only set way back to the Eagles. I uh, yeah, whatever. But then like it seemed like any time they didn't pick up a first down, it came like a play or two after a penalty. And so you're just sitting there like, uh, and I think that's what I don't like about it is that it takes a penalty and like if you get a sack and that's why that's cool, but. I think that's the part that I didn't enjoy was that I was sitting there thinking like, yeah, these teams are going to go down the field. You need you need a penalty. You need a sack or something. Most of the time, it's a penalty that happens. You know, it's the so unfortunate thing is that's where football is going. Yeah. Like, yeah, it always is, balances out. Everyone is here to watch the quarterbacks and everyone wants to see points and they're making all the yeah. rules harder and harder on the defense. They're talking but, about yeah. t- uh, eliminating another tackle. Can't go yeah. high. You can't go low. Now you're not going to be able to drag guys down from behind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was also like the lowest scoring season in like a decade, though. I'm yeah. all for it. I'm all for the points continuing to go up. Uh, and like you said, that's kind of the direction of this. And the saddest part is just, Henry, you make the argument of the only way these teams aren't going to score if there's penalties mm-hmm. against them. That just couldn't be more opposite of what this past Broncos season was like. It True. was like the Broncos had to get penalties in order to mm-hmm. score points and so different. But now we're living in a different future with Sean Payton coming in, one of the mm-hmm. best offensive minds that this uh, league has seen. But they have Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid in the division, and we saw both of them be masterful yesterday. So the defensive coordinator might be just as important important. or Mm -hmm. yeah probably not just as important but very important in slowing this down let's talk about sexy rexy but first i gotta tell you about our friends over at breckenridge beer because if you want to be sexy maybe have a couple breckenridge beers it'll make at least make you feel like you look sexier than you may be an avalanche amber ale is the amber ale 
not just Breck Brew, but of Colorado. So if you're a big fan of Ambers, you got to check out Avalanche Amber Ale. And it's so cool. I mean, obviously, it's a Colorado Avalanche beer. Oh, We've yeah. got the Denver Nuggets beer, the, <laughs> the Golden Ale. You've got Broncos Country Ale. At Breckenridge Brewery does such a great job of delivering to Colorado people exactly what they want. So grab yourself some Breck beer. Go check them out at breckbrew.com. There's a Breck beer locator in the top of the screen. You click on that, and that will take you right to everywhere that you can get Breckenridge beer, whether you're in Colorado or whether you're outside of the state. So check them out, breckbrew.com. Also check out our friends over yes. at Jive Hive. Uh, Saturday, we got back We got back from the Super Bowl Friday night. Yep. <clears throat> All went our separate ways. Yep. Saturday, I was like, I'm not moving. <laughs> Refuse to move today. There's yep. not going to be an option for me. Um, so, you know, ordered Starbucks, yep. ordered breakfast, yep. ordered lunch. <laughs> Actually made dinner, but... Um, decided, you know what? Today's all all taking place inside the house. Yeah. Uh, and if you're someone who has days like that and you need some weed mm -hmm. delivered to your house, Jive Hive has yep. your back. Yep. Yes. Um, it, it, we are living in the future. Actually, before this uh, show, we were talking about like what's something that people are going to look back on t 20 years from now and be like, I can't believe we were doing that. One thing is we going to the store to get <laughs> yeah, weed. Yeah. Uh, and now Jive Hive has you taken care of there. So check out J-I-V-E-H-Y-V-E dot com to schedule a delivery and check out our friends over at Jive Hive. It's a hell, of a, a hell of a world we now live in. It is. It is a hell of a world we now live in. And someone says, uh, silver lining, maybe with the Super Bowl victory, Andy Reid will retire. And a very weird question from Terry Bradshaw. We found out that that is not going to happen. Uh, Andy Reid said he's going to be back. So... That's the unfortunate reality that the Broncos live with. Patrick mm -hmm. Mahomes, Andy Reid, is Rex Ryan the best way to slow these guys down? Because we found out over the weekend that Sean Payton interviewed TV analyst Rex Ryan mm -hmm. to be the Denver Broncos' next defensive coordinator, a name that kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, and he probably... Um hit up Sean after he heard about these foot massages. <laughs> <laughs> I have to give credit to the comments for that yeah. one. Is there something him and feet? We talked about this already. I forgot. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Yaya. <laughs> likes feet. He likes feet. Okay. So Just like Michael Parsons, that came out this week. True. Did it? That he's a foot guy? Yeah. Okay. Wow. Interesting. He said it. I think, like, statistically, there's got to be at least, like, a couple other football guys in the locker or feet guys in the locker room. It is football it, after all. Wow. Definitely a lot of football guys statistically. <laughs> the thing is that uh, the brain, the brain that you that finds uh, sexual attraction and your foots are like right next to each other, so it's really easy to cross your wires with that. Wow. wow. Okay, wait. We love science on this show. Be before we get any further, is there any <laughs> other weird stuff I should know about Rex Ryan? I mean, you should definitely I mean, Google Rex Ryan foot video. But that's it. <laughs> just I think just I mean, foot, like, there's no other off-field things. No, not like that. Not like concerning. Okay. He's like a weird okay. dude. Yeah, yeah, Like yeah, he was yeah. on the Amazing Race and was terrible at I it. No, he's on the Amazing Race. Wow. Yeah, people kind of stopped watching that. It, amazing Race kind of got ruined once people could. Like, you don't have to like go up to the counter to book flights anymore. You know. Right. You right. have like an mm. iPhone to do mm. most of the work for I've you. I've never seen an episode of the Amazing Race. Used to be incredible. Recently, meh. Yeah, I didn't even know it was That a came thing. out like right at the same time as Survivor. And yeah. I went Team Survivor. We, oh, uh, I was we, mostly Team we, Survivor. Speaking of Amazing Race, uh, one of the uh, awesome members we met last yes. week just applied for yes. the Amazing Race. So I'll, I'll watch it if he gets on. I will too. <laughs> yep. Yes. You, um, can, you can send that to the producers at ABC or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the reason I ask about Rex Ryan, <clears throat> and because when this news came out yesterday morning, I could not believe how many people hated this move on social media. I mean, this was like the most hated move that I could have ever imagined the Broncos doing, just interviewing Rex Ryan. I couldn't believe how negative it was because initially I took the complete opposite approach. I was like, Rex Ryan is a head coach. Okay, at times, obviously had a lot of success the first two years with the Jets, and then everything kind of fizzled out. Didn't have the most success with the Jets to with end his Mark time. Mark Sanchez at that, exactly. Back-to-back -back AFC championships, beating the Patriots in the playoffs <laughs> both years, or just one year. Definitely one. I remember them also <laughs> beating the Chargers in another one. Okay, so so that, um, and I'm thinking. As a defensive guy, absolutely sign me up. And then you dive a little more into it, and that's where I start getting in the weeds a little more, not being as over the moon about this. What do you guys feel? 
I don't know if I want a whole staff of TV guys. Mm. And, I, and I mean that seriously. Um, I think that once you've left coaching and lived the sweet life <laughs> of being on TV uh, and you know not having to embrace the grind 24-7, mm-hmm. um, I just think it might be a little easier to not embrace the grind. And, yeah. and so... I, with Sean Payton, like you're taking a chance on one of the greatest offensive minds of all time. You need him to come fix your quarterback. That makes perfect sense to yeah. me. I kind of want to sur- surround him with like young, hungry individuals. There, wow. Um, you know, to 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 maybe push him a little bit, but also just upkeep that standard of work ethic in the building. I don't know. I, I, I'm a little weary of the idea of just like. When was the last time Rex Ryan was on the on the sideline? He's been out of NFL for the past six mm-hmm. seasons. That's too long. Six seasons yeah. is so much, and I was not a fan. Uh, it, I did hold this against Jim Caldwell uh, because he hasn't coached in what he didn't coach for four of the past five seasons in the NFL, and I held that against him. I hold it against Rex Ryan for not having coached in the NFL in six full seasons. Not as much when you're talking about a coordinator position, though, compared to a head coach, but it, it still is a, it's, it's a ding to him. Mm-hmm. And, and what he was really good at was the game planning. So he came up with the Ravens, late 90s, um, eventually took over as defensive coordinator before he went to the Jets. So he was a part of that staff that kind of switched that defense from the 4-3 that won uh, like the 2000 Ravens defense, one of the greatest of all yeah. time. So that was the 4-3 defense. They morphed into like this three, four hybrid thing. And he was kind of at the centerpiece of that. Him and Mike Nolan and then just him there at the end. And and it went really well. When he went to the Bills, you know, you kind of saw the same thing with they were running a four three. He came in and turned it into a three, four, four, three hybrid. And I think that there's a lot to like about that. You know, it's kind of a weird fit with the Broncos personnel. At the same time, though, we've talked about it. There is there are pros to to moving to that four three defense. Although there's like the cons of like, what do you do with Jonathan Cooper and all those guys? I think that that sort of hybrid where you can be playing everybody in their correct roles and asking them to do what they are best at could really fit well. And again, going back to the game planning, it's figuring out how much you use the 3-4, how much is the 3-4 under and over and 4-3 and all these different things on a week-to-week basis so that the offense doesn't really know what's coming. And it's all based on personnel. And I think that's why Sean Payton would like Rex Ryan in particular Mm -hmm. because a lot of the things that Sean Payton does offensively are the same things that Rex Ryan is all about defensively. And so I think that could be a good mesh. It's weird that he's been out for so long. Um, and the results for his defense weren't great in Buffalo, but that time Buffalo hadn't won him forever, so can you blame him? Um, I could get behind it for sure. I think when you look at the numbers and you talk about the success or lack of success mm-hmm. Rex Ryan had, you can make a case that he's a great hire or that he's yep. a kind of underwhelming hire. And what I mean by that is there's two ways that people look at defensive uh, points or defensive success it's by looking at total points given up and total yards given up i personally prefer looking at points some people and technically the one that you look at is yards kind of confuses me but what i mean by that is you can look at it either way rex ryan has been either a defensive coordinator or a head coach controlling the defense Mm -hmm. 12 seasons uh with yards per game he's been in the top 10 nine of the 12 years He's been in the top 10, nine of the 12 years, and multiple years where he's been one, two, three. So he's been... For yards or points? For yards. Okay. Mm-hmm. So nine of the 12 years. However, the three worst years, one of them, he was 11th. So I mean, pretty much top 10. The other two, though, 19th both years were this most recent two. And then the 11th was four years ago, or four years that he most recently played. So you say, oh, he fell off there, but still, overall great resume. Mm-hmm. However... You look at points, and that's the one, again, I care about more. He's been in the top 10 five of those 12 years, and the most recent one when he was in the top 10 was 2010. So you're talking about, Mm -hmm. like, over 10 years ago, nearly 15 years ago. And if you look at points per game, the past six years that he's coached, he's been in the top half of the league once. Mm-hmm. once in those six years, and guess where he was? 15th. So, I mean, barely right. top half. Mm-hmm. So, he was 16th, 15th, 24th, 19th, 20th, and 20th. So, if you look at that, then you make the case mm-hmm. of, well, he's washed. average to below average. So, what, what are you talking about? The take would be he was washed six years ago when he left the league. What is he right. now? 
But yeah. again, they're yeah. not hiring him to be head coach. Yeah. They're saying no. you get to put all your energy into the defensive side of the ball. And again, I think that there's something to the way that he plays defense fitting the modern NFL really well, where it's all just matchups based and, and there's so much late movement. In some ways, he was kind of ahead of his time with all that stuff where he's disguising defenses. That's why I switched that 3-4 in the first place because you don't know who's coming, don't know who's going. And, and I think that he... And that Ravens staff, but again, I, I don't want to take credit away from him. They were very, very innovative in how they were approaching things. And I think a lot of that's been taken. And maybe maybe that's like saying, oh, yeah, Mike Shanahan, he was all innovative. Mike Shanahan comes back now. Well, the game has kind of moved on because people have innovated off, off of those innovations. So I, I definitely think that there's a good case for bringing him in. Again, I really think he fits the personnel well. Like you just lean on your best players to do a couple of different things to make these multiple defenses work. Exactly. It makes it so mm-hmm, simple mm-hmm. for everybody else to, to run these very complex seeming defenses for, for the offense. I I don't know. If he wasn't such a weird guy who I didn't <laughs> like for those reasons, I would be all in. Someone in the comments said another one of the concerns is his tattoos, which <laughs> would, could never be a concern for me, I don't think. Do you know what they uh, are? And when I was thinking the worst, which is like the one way that it could be bad. Tramp stamp? No. Feet? Just like the messaging of a tattoo. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. All I could find is that he has a tattoo of his wife in like a seductive pose wearing a Mark Sanchez jersey. Oh my gosh. That is that is hilarious. Which is weird. <laughs> yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. It definitely definitely is. not a concern. <laughs> Sexy Rexy to a whole different level there. Yes. Um, also- so, so Henry, to, to your point, uh, or kind of combining y- your point and my point, I think your case for him of just being a defensive coordinator, you can easily make because when he was just a defensive Mm -hmm. coordinator with the Baltimore Ravens for four seasons, their defense was outstanding. I mean, you're talking about the worst the defense was in terms of yards given up those four years was top six. He was five, two, and one the other three years. In terms of points, he did have one year where they were 22, but then the other years, top 10, top three, the number one defense in the NFL. But then if you want to make the case against him using those exact numbers, you say that was in 2004 or 2005 to 2008. Now Mm -hmm. it's been, I mean, you're approaching two decades since that's been the case when he's had success. So Mm -hmm. you can obviously, and rightfully so, ask the questions, has the NFL just moved in a completely different direction where he wouldn't be able to use the defense and success that he had. So I just think Rex Ryan is a very interesting case here. We're talking about the uh-huh. Jake Plummer era. Yeah. Wow. Like you that. remember seeing Jake Plummer last week? Yeah. <laughs> How yeah. different he looked. That's what I mean. Like that. Jake Plummer is the quarterback of the Broncos. Wow. In those Our, years yeah. that you're talking about. Our guy, Jose, in the comments said, I could call a great defense with Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, Haloti Nada, and Terrell Suggs. His scheme didn't make those stars in other locations. Again, you have to remember what happened when Ray Lewis was aging. Rex Ryan was the one who said, no, we're not asking him to cover the whole middle of the field. We're switching to the three, four so that he has this kind of condensed area to work in and can focus on going forward. He switched to the three, four to help Haloti Nada and spread those defensive ends out. So that base defense they were running basically was just Haloti Nada holding down two gaps in the middle Mm -hmm. and working outside of that as well. Terrell Suggs. What does Terrell Suggs do in a four, three? Not all that much but you switch to a 3-4, and all of a sudden you put him in that position where he made all those Pro Bowls. So I, d- I do think it's easy to say, like, yeah, you have all that talent. He put all of those pieces in the perfect positions to be successful by switching from a 4-3 to this 3-4 hybrid. What's uh, the quote we heard last week from maybe the most surprising source that could have said this quote? Emmanuel Sanders. In yep. retirement, he has learned yep. that coaches make players. Yep. Players don't make coaches. I couldn't believe you said that. I, I uh, could, I mean, props to him. Yes, mm-hmm. huge props to him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and there you go. And, you know, I think it's obviously a mix of everything. I do think that personnel is, aside from quarterback, obviously mm-hmm. quarterback is going to be the most important uh, person to the success of an offensive coach. But I think actually on defense, personnel is more important mm-hmm. outside of that position. Um, and, you know, some of those places where he struggled, I don't know if he had the guys. Uh, mm-hmm. to go out there and win on the defensive yeah. side of the ball. <clears throat> and didn't he make Darrell Rivas? Like, that was his guy, yeah. That, yeah, so. And uh, the other thing is, like, the, the defense Broncos have been running the last few years, like, it's worked well. The results are good. It is also just based on plugging guys into that system. You're not catering that system to the players that you have. You know, that's been my complaint with Justin Simmons. Why are you bringing him up in the box when you could just have him sit deep? Why aren't you 
It's great that you can get Pat Sertan to lock down part of the field. Don't let him throw that way. Find a way for him to be able to jump routes and get some interceptions yep. too, though. There's a lot of that sort of stuff, and that's where Rex Ryan really specializes. So it would be a risk to really change what this defense is based on. Um, but the the potential payoff is that maybe you're using some of your better players in ways that could make them even more success, successful than they have been in the past. I just... I guess I, I'm going to compare everyone to uh, Ijiro Evero. And I just don't know if this is an upgrade from that mm -hmm. perspective. And so I also look at last season, and the first time I had any concern about the Broncos is when I saw Nathaniel Hackett's staff. Uh, and I was just like, man, what's going on here? Now, this is obviously not that. Like, we're talking about a guy who has had a lot of success in the NFL. But – the first hire, the only hire that we really know of to this point is Zach Streif. Um, that's his name, right? Yep. Okay. Zach. Uh, I, I wasn't sure about the first name. It felt wrong <laughs> coming off the tongue. Um, and that is a offensive coordinator or an offensive line coach with no experience. And that's that scares me. Like, that's, that's move number one. Mm -hmm. Now, um, I think, you know, of all people, Sean Payton will understand the value of who is on your coaching staff. So if he loves and believes in this guy, definitely going to give him the benefit of the doubt. But if you go from that to a guy who's been out of the NFL for six years, I'm just like starting to see yep. the complaints of the full coaching staff and what it's going to look like. So two questions. Will, would this be a good hire? Would you, would you say that hiring Rex Ryan as a defensive coordinator would be good? It's too black and white. Um, I would say, eh. Podpool, do you like the hiring of Rex Ryan as defensive coordinator? Yes or no? If you're going to force me to answer that, I'm going to start at no. Okay. Henry? I think I'd say yes. It's tempting. Again, like, I, it's one of those things where it's kind of like the conversation we had with Brian Flores. It's like, yeah, Brian Flores, everybody kind of hated him, and he was kind of, like, obnoxious and screaming at practice. And, the, and he had all those things. But you also look at the scheme, and you're like, oh, well, this is all awesome. And so you compare him to Sean Desai, who we just know basically nothing about. And it's like, well, this guy has pros and cons. This guy could be literally anything. Rex Ryan, like, you have the pretty obvious cons that we all know about, and I think it's why we've all been annoyed with him for a decade at this point. But, I mean, he's a good game planner, and oh. if he's the guy you have coming in to design your defense week in and week out, I think he, there's a good chance he's one of the ten best guys at that in the NFL. One thing that just has to be brought up because it exists is that he has had some serious anti-Russ takes this year. That is true. Oh, man. So... That's a tough. That's a tough squeeze. Now, I think Sean Payton of all people would just be like, "So what? He was on TV. He has to have an opinion. Yeah, get over it. He's not even your coach. Yeah, but it's a little odd. It's a little weird to bring in someone who's just been crushing Russ on TV. <sighs> mm -hmm. But Sean hasn't been overly complimentary no. on Russ, so I actually think he might like that to kind of just make everyone in the building a little more uncomfortable. And I think that's yeah. something that obviously Rex would probably do with Russ, although he wouldn't mm -hmm. have that much interaction. But I think that's something that Re Rex would also do with the defensive guys, make them uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. If it's if I have to pick a yes or a no, I I lean yes right now, but I yep. certainly see the no's out there. I yep. think it would be a gamble. But right now, you kind of need to take a gamble in order to slow down Patrick Mahomes and, mm -hmm. and the Chiefs. And Rex Ryan would certainly bring a different approach to that. He's aggressive, which may not be the best approach to take going up against Patrick Mahomes. Um, you but know what would sell me pretty well on it? What? Is Sean Payton just being like, yeah, the person that I that I liked <laughs> scheming against the yeah. least was Rex Ryan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds nice. Do what you don't like. Yes. Yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. Okay, now next final question. Will he be the defensive coordinator? No. I'm going to say no as well. This news might have got out there to test the waters, and the waters were very the waters rocky. Were cold. <laughs> yes, you were jumping out immediately. We got some pretty positive responses too. It, I would say it's, it was very mixed. Okay, it, I felt like there were a lot of like B pluses to A's, but also like a whole lot of F's yeah. or like F minuses, or some people <laughs> even saying like Z minus. And it's like, well, that's so yeah. That means Great. good, right? Fix I'll say Z? I'll say yes. Okay. I'll say yes You'll just say for yes, just yes. for the fun there of it. Go. I like um, it. Yeah, I. Yeah, I, he'd be Those so hands teeth, off, right? it seems like. Teeth? Those aren't his real teeth. 
<laughs> I have no idea. I don't know. <laughs> you haven't been watching enough Rex Ryan on the uh, I don't think I don't think I have. I haven't followed Rex Ryan enough. I don't know about the teeth, the feet, anything in between, <laughs> the tattoos. Uh, one thing I do know something about is our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. We're right now. You can still bet on the NFL. In fact, it's the first thing I did after uh, after the account settled after last night. I said, "What's it? What what do we got for the NFL for next year right now?" And they already have bets going on. You can bet on who's going to win the Super Bowl, who's going to win the AFC, who's going to win the NFC. You can even bet if it's going to be the AFC to win the Super Bowl, the NFC. You can bet on who the MVP is going to be. You can bet on so much over at DraftKings Sportsbook I, right now. I have to say, DraftKings saved my night last night. Because I just kept asking myself throughout the day, like I had a plan in mind of how much money I was going to put on the Chiefs yep. um, to try to jinx them. Yep. And then, but then I like changed my mind on it, and I was like, it's actually, I shouldn't think of it as to jinx them. Like that would be a nice benefit. But I'm like, how much money would I have to win mm. to <laughs> feel okay yeah. about the Chiefs wow. winning? And that is a lot. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. so I won a lot wow. of money last night. Did, were you live betting, or was it before the game? Before the game, I just like. Would type in a number and then be yeah. like, if I won that much, would it make me feel better? It wouldn't feel good. Nope. <laughs> in, and, and it also was like, if I lose that much, would I care as long the as the Chiefs, Chiefs weren't yeah, Super Bowl yeah. champions? Yeah. Um, and so you found the sweet spot? I found the sweet spot. Oh, man. Well, I'm, I'm, the sweet spot. I'm like, happy it, for you. It didn't really hit at first. Like I was still just so mad about that yep. stupid call. And then I opened up DraftKings and I was like, Okay. Let's withdraw this real quick. Uh, you didn't tell Allie, though. You weren't like talking about it at the end of the game. I didn't say no. Yeah, I, smart. She smart. hasn't heard a word about it. You're, you're yeah. smart. That's a smart way to go. And if you think the Chiefs are going to win again, you can get them at plus 650. If you think anyone else is going to win, you can go over to DraftKings Sportsbook and place wow. that bet. And of course, you don't have to wait till next year to be cashing bets out. They have the, In fact, I opened DraftKings Sportsbook. What's the first thing that comes up literally on the homepage? It's called the Center of Attention Bet. Jokic, 20-plus points, 12-plus rebounds, 10-plus assists, and the Nuggets wow. to beat Miami, plus 350. That is insane that you're betting <laughs> a triple-double really plus a win, and you're only getting plus 350. That shows how good the back-to-back -back MVP and soon to be back-to-back-to-back -to -back -to -back MVP is. So you can bet on anything. Check them out over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Make sure to use the promo code DNVR when you sign up to get all the offers. That's code DNVR, DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only, or, or no. Uh, must be 21 and older, void in Ohio, and see our show notes for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. I wonder what Ohio. Ohio did to deserve that. <laughs> wow. They're just new to the game. Yeah. That's true. Exactly. Um, and wait, really quick. DraftKings Pick of the Week. Yes. Let's hand oh, yeah. out our DraftKings Sportsbook Pick of the Week. Do you want to bet on the Broncos and have better odds of making money? Yeah. Yes. Then I have a bet for you. <laughs> okay. AFC West to win the Super Bowl. Uh, not the best odds plus 300 but you can be pulling for the broncos no. and if they don't make yeah. it then you're you're just it's kind of like you ryan you're just gonna have that money built into mm -hmm. it where if the chiefs win it again then you're gonna win i'd rather just have the plus 650 on the chiefs honestly oh my it's fair God. but then you're not then then there's no way to pull for the broncos in that in that True. scenario yeah yeah and but yeah i've been trying to bet more with my brain though and less with Fair. I really should just take that money that I ended up putting on it last night, just put it on now. Yeah. Right, Again, I took the Chiefs at plus 320 before the playoffs started, and they're plus 650 for next year. And the difference is they had the buy. This is disgusting. I can't talk about it. I anymore. know. No, it sucks. But again, if you're going to, the Chiefs are going to be good, you make your money. Yeah. Yeah. Dirty, dirty money. Dirty money. Dirty money. And I have some. Um, <laughs> my DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week. This the other night was in the minus, which absolutely blows my mind. Uh, but back tonight, it's back up at plus 155. It's Nikola Jokic to record a wow. triple-double. Uh, I believe he's done it in like 12 of the last 14. Okay. And it's plus 155. Dang. Yeah. Plus and it was in the negatives? It was minus 105 when I bet it the other night, and it hit. Wow. Yeah, I love getting the plus money. Yep. And if you want to just throw on the Nuggets to win, then it's plus 350. Well, you got to get 12 rebounds in that oh, one. Oh, right. Not just a straight triple-double. Good call. Uh, I'll just take the Nuggets plus 110 to win. Is that what's still at? It is minus 115. Really? Well, good thing I made my bet this morning. <laughs> it is a good thing. Maybe that with your bet, it chipped the odds. Maybe. What else do we I have doubt to talk it. about? That's our DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week. <laughs> All right, there it is. What else do we have to talk about? What else do we have to talk what about? What else do we have to talk about? We have... have uh, <laughs> 
What we Foco. Have? Oh. I forgot. See, and what had happened. So I was all ready for Foco, and then we did the pick of the week thing. So I was thinking we already talked about Foco. But yeah, I mean, you see the bobbleheads back there. Uh, a few of those, at least, coming from our friends over mm, at Foco. Yep. So much cool stuff. Um, they'll agree with anything that you say. All you got to do is just nod their head up and down like that. Um, they also have shoes and sun hats and, and sunglasses and uh, Christmas ornaments and Christmas stockings. And um, I'm not sure if they have theme, things they are themed for other holidays. Like, they have Easter gear. Like, they have, like, a rabbit with, like, a Bronco Oh, nice. I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, but yeah, Foco, make sure that you go and check out what they have. You can do that by clicking on uh, the, the link in our YouTube description for the show, or you can also click on the link uh, in the podcast description as well. Uh, and again, you can use the code DNVR. You can get 10% off all non-presale items at Foco.com. All right. All right. Questions? Should we talk to the people? Uh, let's do it. Let's, let's talk to the people. Let's hit some super chats and really quick. Cody's been champion. The thumbs up again. Please, we are getting if crushed you're tuning today. In on YouTube, hit us with the thumbs wow. up. Yeah, we are, we are getting crushed. Seventy-eight thumbs up. That's very wow. very sad. It is sad. Um, uh, maybe people are just down. Or after maybe they last just night. really like Ryan Clady. Seventy-eight. That's true. That's very yeah. true. Let's. Uh, <clears> yeah, oh, I just man, have to say. You guys came through big time with the thumbs up on yep. our Friday yep. show. Yep. Uh, and that like directly correlates to us getting more new viewers so we really True. appreciate it yeah, when you hit do. us with a thumbs up um and to all the new viewers out there welcome uh yes. we are excited to share the off season with you absolutely we are and as we've said unfortunately and fortunately this is the best time of the year for this podcast it has been is yeah. the off season so just because the broncos aren't going to be playing for like seven months doesn't mean the show's slowing down at all Can True. you imagine like us being together getting ready to do a post Super Bowl Winners Lounge? No. That'd Vincent, be we'd be so in Arizona fun. right now. Still, or flying back maybe today. Yep, yep. We'd be getting ready for a parade Post tomorrow. Parade oh, baby. That will probably be the best pod we've ever had. Wow. Yeah. Okay, let's uh, set the line. Over under Super Bowl 66 and a half. We just had 57? Uh, under. Yeah. Under? Yeah. I got to take the under for... Uh, for sanity reasons. Okay. Yeah, that's a, that's a good yeah. So, so the longest drought of our lifetimes was 98 to 2015. So that's a 17 year gap. Um and it would have been wow, 2015 Thanks. to 2032. Yeah, it would literally be his line was 16 and a half years. Wow. Wait. <laughs> I thought mine was nine and a half years. No, from Super Bowl 50, though. Oh, Plus another seven. oh yeah. yeah. Exactly. Wow, yeah. That's Impressive. crazy. Good job. Yeah. Good job, Henry. All right. <laughs> uh, let's hit these super chats right quick. First one from Jake Rogers, former Broncos game ball recipient. Hey. Whoa. Uh, what's the point of being a fan anymore? The NFL is blatantly rigged for their new Golden Boy Mahomes. That made me physically sick. You just hope. Every year that the uh, the writers' room chooses you. Oh my gosh, and that's why that's the Russ why... comeback story might be oh. it might be high up on the list. Like when they no. are ranking, what's the best story that can happen? Russ comeback story might uh, might win this year. No better story. Well, Sean Payton, the media, you know, loves like the the big wig media loves him. The first coach to ever win a Super Bowl as being a head coach with two different teams. Yes, and How the third that? quarterback ever to win a Super Bowl with two different teams. And two times for Denver. Yep. I feel Boy. like I just love football too much to even joke about it being rigged. Yeah, like, I can't like even if, put my Exactly. Head like if it was rigged, that would ruin my life. Yeah. That, like what would I have did. at that point? It ruined my life for like a it's week not rigged, after though. the championship. <laughs> it's not rigged though. Like I can't even laugh. I can't even laugh at, at the script joke. It's not funny to me either. It's fair. It's fair. <laughs> uh, Evan says... Uh, foot massage discussion on the Rex Ryan episode? Wow. Mm. I'm telling you. If he's, if he's he, hired, maybe we need to get foot massages. Just say, all right, I'll wear a visor if it comes with a foot <laughs> massage. <laughs> wow, is that the new logo for the Broncos? A foot massage with a visor? Yeah, is this new in Oof. the little corner there? The yeah, questions? Yeah, that's us. Did you know? Oh, that is us. That yeah, is. I love it. You're here. I'm trying it. to hear. I'm trying to give you what you guys want. Thanks, yeah, yeah. You're giving us what, us, what we want, except for foot massages. All well, right. I'll Five give you guys away. a foot massage, not personally, but I'll take you guys to get a pedicure. Let's do well, it. It's go. awesome. Like, wow. there's and everything. <laughs> uh, and then we got a couple questions on the website from M. Moogie94 says, We joke about the script, but man. 
man, having the refs call the game for the Super Bowl was wild. Since the canceled Bengals and Bills game, the NFL literally changed the ruled handbook to effectively freeze out the hottest teams in the AFC. The Bengals out of the one seed and put their ducks in a row for the Chiefs or the Bills to rep the AFC. And along the way, Chiefs had so many quote-unquote fortunate calls, i.e. Sutton pass interference, to push them over the edge. Mm. Wild stuff from the NFL this league and just got to roll with some more comments because guess what they're about this this the count says what a classic game ruined by a bad call but hey that rihanna performance will probably get me through the next few hundred <laughs> years so i guess i can't complain too much also nice work in az my gents truly kudos love the count and nashville Bron- nash broncos says one word rigged yep uh, you guys think it's just me? It's just it's no. Not. I don't think it's just I don't you. Think it's just you. I just don't think there's any chance it's rigged. It, there, it is not rigged, and I don't like it. Just I, I hate the idea that somebody could think word that. For it's uh, ushered. It is not. So you think the ref in that moment was like, "Damn, Goodell wants the Chiefs to win. I'm gonna throw this." If they were to usher a game, I would literally never watch football again. But you, how they would, would you know? Lose, they would lose. They wouldn't a lot do it. They wouldn't do it. It becomes because the WWE, that's why, right? Exactly, because they would lose any integrity they have. That and that's the fun of the game. But you're speaking in absolutes. How could you know? Well, well, it's if we wouldn't know, it would come out though eventually. If they were doing it, eventually some ref tells somebody, and the rumor starts, and then there's the report or whatever. But yeah, like I, you cannot. Convince me in NBA? any way. You had a ref rigging games. Yeah, and we found watch. out, and people people got really frustrated. But again, that's one ref. Like that's not the not league. The entire league. Right, exactly. Right. It's not the league that was crooked. It was the one ref who potentially. No, we know. Uh, there were probably other refs as well. But again, that's that's a situation where you can weed out the bad apples. If the league is the bad apple, the it it's just it's, I, it's just done. I understand where you're coming from, and I just wish I I could have you that naivety. I it's, just, it's just no. I wish we were talking about not the Chiefs in this situation. I wish it was uh, exactly. the Giants, like an NFC exactly. team, and just to see how Broncos country, because, of course, I expect I expected the conversation that we had today, and I expected it to go exactly how it went, and I expected the comments to say 90% exactly. that Ryan was 100% <laughs> right, and that's what the comments said. I just, mm-hmm. I, I'm curious if it would feel the same if it was an NFC team that didn't mean anything. I think, yep. I, I am too, honestly, because um, I just don't know how yeah, I would feel. Yeah. It all started with that, uh, that Cortland Sutton offensive pass interference yeah. call so and just everything that went on in that game that was like, damn, it really feels like, uh, you know, going up against the Lakers who have the same effect on the NBA. Um, so <laughs> I don't know. I, I wish I wish I could. I could. Yeah. I wish I, it was like Bengals bills and then like the fix was in for the bills and right. I could see how I would react. Hopefully next year. We can be talking about this with a different team. The Broncos. Yeah, sure. Maybe it's the Broncos. Hopefully. And everyone will be like, what a great script. Yeah. What a great rig. <laughs> <laughs> great rig. Great <laughs> rig. <laughs> uh, anything else? That's it. That's all the people wanted to talk about. All right. Well, that is going to wrap it up. We can put this Super Bowl in the rearview mirror. Uh, we will see what goes on with the defensive coordinator mm-hmm. situation. Hopefully, this is the week that the Broncos start hiring some coaches. We'll yeah. have that to talk about all week. Uh, but for now, we appreciate all you guys for tuning in. And thank you for getting us over 100 likes. Let's Boom. go for 250 tomorrow. Let's do it. Boom. We'll see you guys then.
like you.